Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circa Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. A beautiful Tuesday morning from downtown Las Vegas. Amal, in 30 minutes, we'll have... Nick Alberga, the Golden Muzzy, terrific on hockey out of Toronto. We'll talk about these Stanley Cup playoffs. Some goaltending decisions to be made here as these series get into their fifth and sometimes sixth games in the NHL. Uh, two more NBA games tonight. We'll tackle that shortly. A full slate of Major League Baseball. We'll cover the key games in our plays as well. But let's start with what happened last night in the NBA. Amal, in the early game, you said this was, quote, unquote, a must win for Boston. If they had gone down 3-1, to one, you didn't think... They could beat the Bucks three straight games, the defending champs. They got the job done in Milwaukee, 116-108. The game goes over the total, and the Celtics even the series at two. Well, it was that fourth quarter once again, kind of similar to what we saw on Saturday. We see Milwaukee trailing, I think, by four points, but in this particular game, it was a one-point lead for the Bucks, and then they extend that to seven at the end of three. But Boston with a 43-point uh, fourth quarter, Tatum with 30 bouncing back. Really a poor defensive effort. If you look at it from a Milwaukee standpoint, you got to play well for 12 minutes and you go up 43 points. You got an opportunity to really put Boston in the deep freeze. They didn't do it. I was watching the end game last night. I'm all, I didn't pay great attention to this game, but with about nine and a half minutes or maybe it was eight and a half minutes left, Boston was actually up by three, but Milwaukee was still favored like minus 140 in the game. And I thought about taking a little shot at the Celtics. I didn't because I was really focused on in game with the hockeys and the yeah. period and the totals there though. When you look at uh, when you look at the Celtics now, they've evened it up two two, and they'll play two of the remaining three games in Boston. They went two and two versus the 76ers this year, two and one versus the Heat. 
Are they rightfully at this point the favorites to win the Eastern Conference? Well, I think so. When you look at the fact that they have played extremely well throughout this postseason, they get this road win at Milwaukee, they've got a great chance. But the one thing I would point out is, remember, the Miami Heat would have home court advantage over them. That's a big factor in it. So I don't know if it's necessarily a foregone conclusion, but I think it's correct in them being the favorite. I don't necessarily agree with the odds, So with the Celtics being plus 135, the Heat 250, Bucks 3.5, and, and 76ers 5.5. You've been on the Bucks. You said Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. They were five to one, five to one last night before the game. And I said, or when we were doing the show yesterday, you said there's still value at five to one. How about at eight to one now today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, look, they've got to win a road game in Boston. Hopefully, it's game five if you're backing Milwaukee instead of game seven. But uh, you look at this game; it was the shooting. Uh, Boston goes ninety percent at the free throw line, uh, and of course, fifty percent from the floor. And then you see Milwaukee just forty-two percent. Uh, huge difference in this one, and I think that was the key to Boston winning by eight. That's Seri- where you can see the difference. Series odds right now: Celtics two to one, Bucks take back plus one seventy. Would you rather bet the Bucks to win the title, the Bucks to win the Eastern Conference, or the Bucks to win the series at this point? Um, I would. What's the the price on the East was three and a half to one, right? I, I would go Bucks at uh, to win the East because I like Milwaukee against the other two opponents a little bit better than I do Boston against uh, potentially Miami or Philly. All right. In the Bay Area last night, no John Morant, but also no Steve Kerr. Yeah. Uh, Mike Brown actually coaching two teams as he's been named the head coach <laughs> of the Kings. I wonder if they want to take that back if they'd have blown that game last night. Amal, the Warriors at 1.4 of 27 from three. They committed a billion turnovers. This looked like a, 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 a playground game with the, yeah. the amount of sloppy turnovers. In the end, though, Draymond Green with a huge block with 10 seconds left, and the Warriors win. They don't cover 101-98 to take a commanding 3-1 to lead in the series. Game went way under the total. You said you thought Memphis would play better. Yeah. You liked them with 10. Yeah. The game went under 222.5. If you had known Steve Kerr wasn't coaching, would you have taken the 10? Well, I should have taken the 10 to begin with, and then with Kerr not being in the mix, I mean, it should have solidified that position there. Uh, I, I thought, look, we've talked about this throughout the course of the season in sports. When you get embarrassed in a game, you tend to come out and play better defensively because that's the one area you can control a lot of things. It's about effort on defense. And we see this team that gave up 142 points, 63% shooting to the Golden State Warriors, come out and defensively do a tremendous job, hold the Warriors to 40% on 36 for 90, forcing uh, 16 turnovers. Again, the Warriors are having a problem with turnovers, and they outscore uh, Memphis by 10 points in the fourth quarter, Mike, if it weren't for that. We'd be going back to Memphis at 2-2 and really should have been going back at 2-2. I want to ask you about John Morant. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies went 20-5 and five without him during the regular season and yeah. had every opportunity to win that game last night without him. Yeah. If you're an NBA GM, as Michael Lombardi says you wish as you were, you were, would you give Ja a Supermax contract when it came time? I would. and I, I, Donovan Mitchell, I would not. Mm-hmm. But the reason I would to Ja Morant is, number one, I don't know if there's a player right now in the entire league who fans – relate more to than John Morant. Remember this from a marketing standpoint. Big men don't sell. Shaquille O'Neal couldn't sell anything, even though he's one of the most dominant players in the history of the game. It's guys, the Jordan, because he's 6'6", that's still reasonable in terms of how you look at marketability. And LeBron obviously is a superstar. But to me, Morant is a likable guy. He, he's electric. People love to watch him play. That's why I think people relate to Steph. Guys can go out in the playground and shoot a three-point shot. You're not going to sit there on the post and, and you know take three dribbles and do a hook shot. And so I think for most people, Jaws a relatable player. He's exciting. He's fun. He's got a lot of talent. I think this team, though, what happens is they get caught ball watching when he's on the floor. All right, let's move on to tonight's games. Two crucial games, fives. Both these series have seen all four games the home team have won. 
We go back to South Florida tonight, 76ers heat. Remember when we left, no Joel Embiid and the heat were seven and a half point, eight point favorites, seven and a half or eight point favorites over the 76ers. Tonight in game five, three on the overnight, down to two and a half as we see 76ers money with a total down a half a point to 209. Yeah, I know you've got a play on this one Mm -hmm. coming up in a little bit, but Mike, the average margin of victory by each side uh, combined in this series has been 14 and a half points. Uh, We've had a combined four wins by 58 points. I think we're going to have our first close game of the series. Embiid being back is a huge factor. I don't know if uh, Miami's got an answer for him. Uh, I understand the frustration for him and Doc Rivers with Nikolai Jokic winning the MVP. You can make a case either way, in my opinion. Uh, But to me, this is an opportunity for Embiid to kind of make a statement. Philly with a great chance. And can you imagine that this team all of a sudden can get through this series? I I believe Milwaukee ends up going through the Eastern Conference. However, I don't think it's that far of a a stretch for Philadelphia to get through this conference. Series odds right now. Heat minus 150, 76ers plus 125. You advise take the Sixers at plus $8 before game number three. If you had to bet the series right now, would you bet it, and who would you lean towards? Um, I'm going to give Miami the edge because I think that if they can win this game, I really like their chances in Game 7 at home. I think it'll be tough for Philadelphia. It reminds me a little bit of that situation where they went to Toronto. Uh, but, you know, there's a coaching mismatch, in my opinion, with Spo and Rivers. Uh, Miami has different guys that can step up. It can be Butler. It could be uh, Bam Adebayo. It could be Tyler Hero. They've got so many different options. I feel like they need James Harden and Tyrese Maxey to play an elite level and then compliment Joel Embiid and they can get through. You make an interesting statement with a coaching mismatch in this series. How important is coaching in the NBA playoffs? I can tell you right now, Greg Popovich wins. He had great talent, but you could see some of the matchups. You could see some of the plays and things that are drawn up. It's just a different level. Just the ease with which they would be able to get shots and get looks. And I think it's a similar situation uh, in this one. Spolster done a tremendous job. Spolster will never get the credit he deserves because, you know, you got Riley who oversees the program. You had LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a foregone conclusion. And, you know, that's why I think people respect Rick Carlisle so much in this league, what he's been able to do. Look at this team fighting against Phoenix, and we'll get into that game, I know. But I, I think some of these coaches sometimes get overlooked because of the talent they have on their team. Has the rookie head coach in Boston been out coaching Budenholzer in this series? little bit. Here's the yeah. problem. There's one problem, and this is the biggest problem with Milwaukee. Budenholzer and this team have to go to Giannis and say, dude, if you take another three-point shot, you're going to sit here with the rest of the fans watching the game. I don't care if we lose the series. We cannot have you doing stupid things. Look at his three-point shooting in this series. It's been horrific. This is what kills you. You look at throughout the course of this series, it's those misses. It's The make is what, you know, uh, Fran Fraschilla says this during college basketball all the time. It's the best line. Who's gold. gold? Absolutely right. He's so right on that. And you look at Giannis so far in this series in terms of his three-point shooting, it has been absolutely horrific. Mike, he goes 0 for 4 yesterday, 1 for 6 in game 3, 1 for 4 in game 2, and 0 for 2 in game number uh, 1. So just as a collective right now, this is a guy that has made 2 out of 16 three-point shots. If I've got a guy shooting 13%, 12.5% to be exact, I want him taking that shot every day of his life. I can live with the results. Luca and Dem boys head to the Valley of the Sun tonight to take on the Suns. The series miraculously tied 2-2 with two convincing victories at home for the Mavericks. This series reverts to the line when it was in Phoenix earlier, a six with a total of 213. The Suns, minus 260 to win this series. The Mavs, plus 210. How does Dallas get a game on the road in this series? You know, they're going to have to shoot the three ball the way they did uh, at home. They were 33% in game number uh, three. In game number four, they were tremendous at 46%. If they can shoot the ball at an elite level, they've got a great chance. But I think it's going to be the nut grabber and company in this one. 
do you like my bet now? You didn't like it when I made it, plus a game and a half. Meaning Dallas has got to make it go seven. Well, well, if they get back to Dallas, I can take Phoenix and get off the yeah, bet. Yeah, that's right? the biggest thing. That's and if, the biggest. And if Dallas steals a game tonight, I win the bet. Yeah, I still think Phoenix, I don't think Phoenix will be favored in game six in Dallas. I do not unless I, they beat, win by fifty tonight, <laughs> or Luca gets hurt again. Yeah, I think that'll be a key to seeing how this line plays out for game number six. But I, I, I think you're right. I think you'll have an opportunity to potentially uh, get a pick'em liner at one or two worse uh, in terms of number. Any concern about Paul's Chris Paul's performance? After his mother had hands laid upon her by a 15-year-old in Dallas. No, but I just was surprised he didn't reach for his the kid's nuts. I mean, that's what he does best. It's, I mean, it's interesting, the dichotomy of the reactions of people to Chris Paul's telling him he'll see him later to a 15-year-old. What, did he? Did he see him later? Well, of course not. I, I, <laughs> it's like Rudy Gobert saying he could lock up Shaq. He knew it was never going to happen, right? Of course not. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, as you, as you look at the West here, mm -hmm. the spot Golden State's in now, now likely they're going to get some rest here before they take on maybe Dallas, uh, in, in the conference finals, that one Oh five price, that one fifteen, now up to one twenty. Is it looking better to you today? Or you still have to contend with Phoenix as the one seed at home? I think Phoenix is ready for Golden State. I think they can beat them. I think the fact that they've gotten to the conference finals. And I tell you right now, you turn the ball over this much against Phoenix. This, this thing's going to be over in five games. Amal Shaw is excited, my friends. This is Christmas morning for him. College football conference futures <laughs> up in some places, and we'll discuss next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. -O. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. 
That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine products are smoke free, spit free, and available in 10 varieties and two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level. That's perfect for you. Zen, a number, America's number one ranked nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with the Shaw in 15 minutes. The Golden Muzzy, Nick Alberga, will join us to talk all things Lord Stanley. Amal, you are excited, though, because... <laughs> I'm going to have you guess, right? Okay. I'm going to have you guess, and we're going to go through the, the the five, quote, power conferences, although I could argue the Pac-12, it's debatable. There's about three and a half. Yeah. I want you to tell me which team is favored to win the conference in football this year and what their odds are, okay? And we'll start with where it means more, down in the SEC. Who who might be the favorite in the SEC? Well, this let's is to the, win the conference. It might mean more, but we should also get the proper slogan for the conference. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> um, it's got to be Bama. And they should be, in my opinion, about a two-dollar favorite. Who would you have as the second choice? Well, I wouldn't, but they're going to have Georgia. Yeah. And what price would you make Georgia? I would make them plus about one seventy-five if I've got Bama two dollars. Well, surprisingly, Amal Alabama is even money, and Georgia just a tick higher than that at plus one twenty-five. So basically, Alabama's plus one fifty in some spots to win the national championship, but they're plus a dollar to win the SEC. Mm. Are you kidding me? What has changed significantly from last year's national championship where you could argue that Georgia was more physically talented at most positions? If Jamison Williams doesn't get hurt, Georgia may not have won the game. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. 
Georgia has lost so much talent on defense. And this is my argument every time everyone goes, Alabama reloads. Well, you know what? They didn't reload for a national championship. They reloaded to get there, but they didn't win the national title. It was a transfer that came in that electrified that offense for them last year. They got a couple of great transfers coming in this year. Eli Ricks on defense, Jameer Gibbs on the offensive side of the ball. He's going to be their lead running back. We already seen Kamar Wheaton transfer out to SMU. Um, but I think Georgia's lost too much. Georgia's number one receiver, by the way, Mike, this year is now in Tuscaloosa, Jermaine Burton. He transferred from the national champion to a team that he believes is going to win the national championship this year. And I believe it should be the clear cut favorite to win it all in Alabama. I, I do not. This is a price based on name in Georgia. If the name said Kentucky, they would be about six to one. I mean, there's no way Georgia should be about the same price as Alabama this year. Now, I'm going to one more question on the SEC. Mm-hmm. So these two are striated at the top, Georgia yeah. and Alabama. Then there's a team that's a clear third, and then after that it drops down to 33, 40, 50 to 1. Who's the clear third choice here? I, I think it should be Texas A&M. And it is, but do they have a quarterback? Well, I think Haynes King, the young kid who's there, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You've got Max Johnson, the transfer in from LSU. I'm not a big fan of his. We'll see how well he can perform. So it's going to be interesting how uh, Jimbo goes into the fall. Uh, I believe they go to Tuscaloosa this year. That'll right, be a real they challenge. At, they won at College, College Station, Station last year. So the thing that Jimbo has going for him is he's been able to beat Nick. Well, the first time. I mean, that's one win. Well, I, but still, there's not a lot of people that have that one win. And even that, I thought that was a missed opportunity by Bama in that game. But regardless, I, excuse me, uh, I think Tennessee could be interesting this year. I don't think they can win. Forty the to one. I don't think they can beyond win the that. Mississippi is thirty-three to one. Florida thirty-three to one. Kentucky and Tennessee forty to one, and LSU fifty to one. You know, part of the thing is right now Florida with Napier will eventually get back, but the but the problem is that all the balance of power in this league is in the SEC West. Will Brian Kelly win a national championship at LSU? No. Big Ten, who's your favorite of them all? It's going to be Ohio State, and I'd probably make them about a two two fifty favorite. Another two dollars. Second choice Wisconsin ten to one. Third choice Michigan eleven to one. Penn State twelve to one. Hold your horses here. The Nebraska Cornhuskers, 14 to 1. Obviously, Scott Frost setting the lines here, but okay. give me the no on that. I'll I'll lay minus 25 here. Absolutely. What are you talking right. about? What's he won? 12 conference games? Well, they just had yesterday, Ohio State got the number one recruit in the country for 2024 quarterback. Is you know Dominic Raiola, who played for the Lions for 14 years, played for yeah. one of Remington at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He didn't go, he didn't want to go to Nebraska. <laughs> you can't, if you're not getting the kids of studs from Nebraska, who are you bringing in? Um, Rob Zadica, Dr. Rob Zadica, who I talked to when we went to Council Bluffs, yeah. talked about we can't even get the sons of our players on the national championship team to come here. He's right. Yeah, That's a perfect example. Big 12, interesting here. Uh, Oklahoma. Kind of 1-1-A again. Kind of 1-1-A again here. Oklahoma. Yeah, what price, though? This is a plus money price. Yeah, probably about 160 170 and yeah. Texas is 2-1. to one. That sounds about right. You Texas, like? Texas, to me, has... One of the five best individual talents in Bijan Robinson. The kid's unbelievable. I, he was. He, I remember he came down to Texas and Ohio State for him. Uh, I wish he had gone to Ohio State, but he he is unbelievable. Sark will do well. They got Quinn Ewers, the transfer from Ohio State. There, uh, Xavier Worthy is a tremendous wide receiver. Really like this team a lot. Pay attention to the Longhorns. Um, but they open. Remember, they've got Alabama in week two. Uh, Oklahoma State five to one. Baylor plus seven fifty. Iowa State twelve to one. TCU 14 to 1, Texas Tech and West Virginia 40 to 1. I'm going to tell you what, Sonny Dykes is going to do a tremendous job at TCU. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with that offense. They have not had an offense at TCU in a while. All right, let's go to the ACC. Mm-hmm. Clemson. 
Price. Uh, Clemson's got to be about minus 150. You're very close here. 145. Yeah. Second choice? Uh, Miami. 5-1. to one. Yeah. Pitt, 9-1. to one. NC State, 10-1. to one. North Carolina, 11-1. to one. Wake Forest, 20-1. to one. And Florida State and Virginia, 33-1. to one. Yeah. Is think... Clemson, does Clemson factor in the national title picture this year? Well, they will because they're in such a weak league. But I don't. I I really believe we're going to see a Kelly Bryant situation in Clemson. I think DJ Uya Ungalole eventually ends up transferring, and a kid Easy named for you to say. <laughs> and Cade Klubnik is the guy, the kid out of. I think he's out of Austin Westlake. I think he'll eventually be the starter by midseason. And here's the interesting one to me: the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite? Utah. Third choice. I'll wow. What do they Third got? USC at- number one and Oregon two. USC plus 205, Oregon plus 210, Utah plus 450. The best coach in that league (laughs) is in Salt Lake City. But wait a minute, the kid just went to USC. Just because you overpay in a bad negotiation doesn't make your coach any better than he is. Lincoln Riley has never coached defense. And by the way, who the hell in the Big 12 has ever played defense? I think LSU might still be scoring on Oklahoma. Chipper and the UCLA Bruins plus 850. Herm and the Aztecs 9-1 and... The Washington Huskies, 11-1. to 1. Is it a wide-open league? It is a wide-open league, but I think the three teams at the top are a little bit more clear-cut. See, the thing I love about Utah is they know what they want to do. They know what they want their program to be, and they will stick to that. And that's what Whittingham has done. Listen, it took an absolutely record-breaking performance to lose the Rose Bowl. It's really unfortunate because I thought that team was deserving of winning that game. you got a potential number one overall pick. you got the potential number one wide receiver in the draft. And in two years, the potential number one running back that it took to beat you in that game. Can the Pac-12 regain past glory and become relevant in the national title picture of them all if Lincoln Raleigh does not succeed at USC? It's... Ooh, that's a great question, and if they don't, it'll be tough. But I believe that USC, I've said this all along, and I know people don't agree with me. I think USC, in terms of if everything is equal across the board, you got whom you deem to be the best coach, and you're recruiting, SC should be the best program in the country. You don't better have, than Ohio State. Better than Ohio State, better than Alabama, better than Texas. I know people in Texas think they're so great. They've won one national title in 50 years. A&M hasn't won anything. USC, when you look at L.A. County, San Diego, uh, North San Diego, San Diego County area, Riverside, Orange County, you can win a national title. You don't have to leave Southern California. Tell me about Oregon. Coach, really, Coach Dan, Joyce at plus 210. Dan Lamming take, uh, takes over, um, comes in from Georgia, the defensive coordinator. The problem is getting players. You can get some guys up there, but can you get more guys there? You don't have a recruiting base in the state. If you look at most of these programs, they're within a driving distance of getting big-time players. If you're not, it becomes much more difficult. But they've dominated the North. Well, because, you know, David Shaw still thinks this is the 1800s and he runs everything into the ground. Washington State's got one good team every five years. We saw Jimmy Lake run Washington into the ground after Chris Peterson. Um, You know, you just don't have the competition in the North. Oregon State is getting better under Jonathan Smith, but they're not quite, they don't have that money and they don't have the cachet that Oregon has. Very interesting. Very interesting here. Um, Chip Kelly. In UCLA, better this year? It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, they lose Dulcich, the tight end, who I thought was terrific for them. Um, they, they've got to be more effective on defense. They were inconsistent. Uh, this team can be dangerous, though. I, I think at the Pac-12, because nobody is head and shoulders above everyone else, I think it could be wide open. This is probably the one league where you would look at taking somebody as a longer shot. Well, Lincoln's Riley and what he's brought in terms of players and philosophy to USC Make this league a higher scoring league in the next half decade. 
I think it's going to have to be because I think when you look at the players they've got coming in there, uh, Mario Williams, the wide receiver transfer from Oklahoma, obviously Caleb Williams, the wide receiver. These guys are going to be able to score points. I don't know if other teams are going to be able to keep pace and we'll see what Oregon's defense can do. Oregon's going to be a defensive minded team for the first time in a long time. Real quick. Who are your four playoff teams this year? I know it's early. Alabama, Ohio state, Clemson's defense should be elite. And then it really comes down to USC, Utah, and then Oklahoma. And I don't think Texas will get in, but I think can Oklahoma navigate the schedule? I love Venables there. All right. When we come back, we'll focus on the National Hockey League. Nick Elberga joins the program. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now through the end of July. The, f- the next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burks, Daily Major League Baseball Best Bets, Jonathan Bentobel, and his NBA Playoff Best Bets, and Andy McNeil breaking down every game all the way through the end of the Stanley Cup Finals. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw, and it's our pleasure at this time to bring in Nick Alberger, the Golden Muzzy, on Twitter to break down the NHL playoffs. Good afternoon, Nick. How are you? I'm fantastic, guys. How are you on this Tuesday? We're doing great. Uh, let's start out with my pain point here. I have 200 on the Rangers <laughs> at 26 to 1 to win the Ooh. Cup, 600 to win 500 on the series. Two part question How do I get off these bets? Is the, are the Rangers dead? And then if you're Gerard Gallant, do you have to start Georgiev in game five at this point? Okay, I'll answer the second half first. No, you go with Igor Shosturkin. Uh, this guy's going to win the Vesna Trophy this season. Number two, my condolences, my apologies. <laughs> I think that just makes this game brilliant, guys. Like, it's so unpredictable. It's so chaotic. It sort of stinks from a betting standpoint because you just have no clue what's going to happen. I honestly thought Pittsburgh was right for the taking. Uh, by now, we all know my feelings on Louis Domingue. I mean, at this point in his career, we know what he is. And that's a 905 goalie and a 3 GAA. And to his credit, uh, he's been better in this series. Having said that, I think the Rangers have let him off the hook. And on top of that, they've been terrible. I mean, terrible defensively. Not to let Igor Shostorkin off the hook, but from a defensive standpoint, uh, it's been a complete mismatch, and Pittsburgh's dissecting the New York Rangers up and down. But I, for one, am shocked that I'm sitting here talking to you. It's 3-1 for Pittsburgh, and more so, it's Louis Domingue. Yes, Louis Domingue, the third-string third netminder, outplaying the Vesna frontrunner. By the way, Nick, I know we're staying on hockey here, but your shirt's going to be good in 2026. I don't know why you're wearing it right now, but okay. <laughs> For people that are not wow. watching, he's got an Italy shirt on. They won't be in Qatar this time around, but we'll, we'll no. let that one slide right now. Thank you. Uh, what a, I want to go to a series that I've been paying close attention to, Stars and Calgary Flames. I covered the Stars for a long time, and so I'm a yeah. pseudo-Stars fan. I thought it was an impressive job last night by Calgary. They played, they played with enthusiasm, came out, they were hungry, attacking early on. Forget but my, about that. But Mike and, I did not, Mike and I did not think it should have been a penalty shot. What was your feeling on that one? I thought that was a huge call to make. 
And in, in following up with that, this postseason has been called like a preseason. It's not even a regular season. Everybody's in the box. I mean, are we playing four on five before the puck drop? Yeah, like it's it's a fascination, I think, I should add, every Stanley Cup playoffs is the officiating. It's quite clear, at least in my world, that they've been handed a book, so to speak, a virtual one at that, and said, hey, call the rules, and that's it. Uh, but I think we'll notice as time moves on here in round two into the conference finals, then into the Stanley Cup final, I think a lot more is going to be let go, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, as for this series, I, I think you're bang on on the assessment on Calgary. I think important to note as the games have gone by, they continue to throw in more and more and more on Jake Ottinger, as you know, has been a phenomenal story. I can't believe Jake Ottinger was the fourth string goalie for the Dallas Stars going into this season, if you can believe it. Now he's starting and dominating for them in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It just shows you how wrong they were to begin the season with the four-headed monster, so to speak. But yeah, I still wonder about Dallas offensively. I think by this point in time, we know Rick Bonus and sort of his uh, MO behind the bench is the defense first. And while that translates well, into the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm not sure that's going to translate well against a team like Calgary, who is open to playing offensive, defensive. I think that's what makes them so difficult. So, yeah, I think it was a nice bounce-back effort, and now we'll see how much Dallas has left in the tank for Game 5. Nick, let's switch to another Game 5 tonight. Uh, The Tampa Bay Lightning there in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. Amal and I were having a discussion earlier about the NBA playoffs and how important coaching is. John Cooper's got the cups. He's widely regarded as one of the top coaches in the game. Is there a coaching mismatch in this series between John Cooper and Sheldon Keefe? And who do you like to win the series overall now? Okay, I'll say this on paper, clearly everything you just mentioned, the pedigree and the resume, but I think it's fair to give Sheldon Keefe the benefit of the doubt because it is, uh, you know, 2-2 in this series. It's been like your typical boxing match, like round one of the Leafs, round two to Tampa, round three to the Leafs, and then round four, the knockout again by Tampa. But again, I think you have to hold, hold it in high regard and know it's just one game out of seven, I think, from the Maple Leafs perspective. I think from the matchup game, I've noticed a tangible difference from previous years under Sheldon Keefe, but certainly this is the time of year, A, where your big boys prove their worth, and number two, the coaching really pays off. And from the Maple Leafs' perspective, I think they're hoping that the two games on home ice here, potentially game five and game seven, the matchup game can work out in their benefits, certainly to create more time and space for Austin Matthews with 60 goals in 73 regular season games, you know, William Nylander, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, the list goes on and on. So uh, to answer your question full-winded, we'll find out in the next three games or so um, if coaching can pay off because they have the last change here to do the Maple Leafs. You, by the way, we know Nick was not judging that uh, Canelo fight the other night. At least he's fair here too, too. I want to go to the series I thought would really be dominated by Carolina. They dominated the first two games, including the regular season. First five games total, they had outscored Boston by 26-4. to four. Now all of a sudden things have turned around. We expect Auntie Ranta to play tonight. Uh, Swayman and Nett. How much of a difference is it for Boston with Swayman and Nett but Cassidy was fearful on the road of him starting as a you know young guy in games one and two on the road there. I, Mike and I thought that was a huge mistake. Um, I still favor Brendan Moore's team here. How do you see this one? Yeah, I'm favoring Carolina in this game. I think all bets are off when it comes to Boston's goaltending. I think you have to ride the hot hand. It's clearly Jeremy Swayman. He had a fantastic second half, uh, especially following Tuka Rask's uh, announcement of retirement. You know, this series is really, really intriguing on many fronts. The fact that Carolina comes out in the first two, blows them out of the water. They win the first six games of the season against Boston. And then the Bruins respond. So it's it's pretty much turned into a homer series. I think that trend continues tonight. And I think two things important to note. I think if you're looking at Boston 
ever since they put the perfection line back together. 16 points in the past two games. And number two, they, they're missing two notable pieces on the back end. I know a lot's going to be made of the goaltending matchup in this game. Hampus Lindholm's not going to play, and Charlie McAvoy is still in COVID protocol. And ultimately, with the final change in the matchup game, I don't think that bodes well for Carolina tonight, quite frankly. Nick, before the playoffs started, Amal and I discussed the Blues in the wild, and we both thought this would go seven. Nothing really separates these two teams. They can win on each other's home ice. Craig Ruby makes a gutsy decision in Game 4 to go to Jordan Bennington, who had lost nine straight playoff starts, his last win being Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final against the Bruins in 2019. Ville Husso was the better goaltender during the season. Ruby goes back to Bennington tonight in Minneapolis. Do you agree with this decision, and who wins the series? Can we just sit here and reminisce how you pronounce Ville Husso? That's fantastic stuff, so job well done, my friend. Um, I... I would just, you know, first and foremost, just keep keep hitting the over in this series. Like, I have zero faith in Jordan Bennington. I don't know how much faith I have in any goalie, quite frankly, in this series. More so because of the offenses. You know, I've been asked this question quite a bit today. I've, I've guessed it on a variety of different platforms and stations. Uh, you know, of the dogs tonight going in on the road, who has the best chance to win? And to me, it's St. Louis. And more so everything I just mentioned about Homer series doesn't matter at all in this one. The roadside has won a game in this series on both sides of the spectrum. And I think there actually is value as St. Louis. And last I looked as a plus 130 dog in this game to pick up the game, the win. They're riding the uh, streams of Jordan Bennington last game. They played really, really well on home ice, taking care of business. And I expect another strong effort from St. Louis. But I think it makes uh, all the sense. Your goalie wins. You continue to ride him until he doesn't win. And then after that, they have a decision to make with potentially putting Billy Huso back in there. We're talking with Nick Alberga. You can follow him on Twitter at the Golden Muzzy, M-U-Z-Z-Y. Also, the NHL Fantasy on Ice podcast. Nick, first of all, are you French-Canadian? I was born in Quebec, but I'm Italian, clearly. <laughs> I can tell he hasn't updated the jersey in about eight years. Don't worry, he's going to have a 12-year stretch between 2014. So, hey, I, I, bought this, I bought this in Rome. Oh, like, okay. Uh, seven, enough. eight years ago. That's why. So he, he's he's got the it, Italian side, the Anzeri uh, warm warm up jersey, which is one of the best in the world. Unfortunately, you won't be able to see it until you come back to the states in 2026. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Colorado Avalanche destroyed Nashville. Four games did a great job. Are you concerned at all? The way these series are going, we're all looking at six, potentially seven games that the time off could be a factor in game one. And I say, well, it's only one game. But the reality of it is when you got to win four, if you give away a quarter of the series on one game, potentially, is that a problem? Are you concerned from an avalanche perspective? I'd be. Um, I, I think first and foremost, you look at game one, I would look at Minnesota or St. Louis, whoever does play the Colorado Avalanche in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I was chuckling today. I, I was looking plus 220 for the Avalanche to win the cup. Believe it or not, I think there's more value and teams not named Colorado. And I'll say this, uh, round two is going to be extremely difficult. I love the futures value and appeal. And we've talked about this before, guys, in Minnesota and St. Louis moving forward. And I think Colorado's hope is that they beat the hell out of each other, play in seven games, and then they play the avalanche. But I expect Colorado to be rusty. They're going to be off for like a week because I think this series is going seven games. Oh, Monsieur Cascafe. <laughs> Nick, thanks Pourquoi? for the time. Hopefully we talk to you again next Colorado. week. See you. Merci beaucoup, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Terrific stuff. Great energy. When we come back, our plays and Major League Baseball today. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. 
What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round 
and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. I think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the BetRivers app or at BetRivers.com. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. All right, Amal, fire away. Amal in. I got one play. Lost last night on the Stars. Uh, completely wrong end of that one. Now, I disagree with you, and I disagree because I think Dallas is still live here, and it's not because I have a ticket. Yeah. In the first 48 minutes of that game, yeah, the Stars outshot. Uh, the Stars got outshot two to one. But what did it take for Calgary to score on Ottinger? The, at the very end of a minute and 42, five on three, and on a penalty shot. Yeah. I mean, they weren't beating them five on five. They weren't beating them in, in, unless the referees got involved. I still think these are toss-up games, even going back to the Saddle Dome. And as we said, the team that scores first is going to win the games in this series. It's been the clear-cut case. I liked your price last night, Dallas at home, plus 140. Well, I just thought it was too high of a price on Calgary mm-hmm. there, and I, I thought it was a series where, to me, this is one where you got to look at the dogs. It can I, give, go I give credit. You know, we talk about teams with backs up against the wall. Calgary was much more dominant in their game than Florida. Florida, very fortunate they get the late goal and win in overtime. Calgary did dominate the game, but they had to get help to score against Ottinger. Yeah, I think what the uh, Panthers scored with 204 Two remaining. Four. Yeah. <laughs> um, Suns minus six tonight. I think Chris Paul and company play far better. I think we'll see a raucous home crowd in Phoenix. I, I think this is going to be a tough, tough spot for the Mavericks. Tell you what, though, Mike, I was not expecting this series to go six, let alone potentially seven. And if Phoenix doesn't bring their A game tonight and on game six, they could be looking at a seventh game, and then anything can happen. All right, we'll go to the playbook. I lost, you know, all three teams in the party lost last night. The Dodgers lose at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Milwaukee loses at uh, at the Reds. And then the White Sox blow an 8-2 lead in the ninth. That, that was a catastrophic <laughs> collapse. Oh, and then in the God. bottom of the 10th, they have the bases loaded yeah. with one out. To get another tie run game. to win, yeah. Yeah, and they can't at do nine, it. 9-9, nine, and, and they can't do it. Um, Naylor drives in eight runs after the eighth <laughs> inning. I think first time in Major League history that's happened. Okay, let's go to the place that. I'm really looking forward to Bruins and Hurricanes. Amal, I've been snakebitten in this series with the first period unders. And the fact that they, they get through the first 13 minutes every game. And somewhere there's a goal between the seventh and fifth minute, and then there's a goal be- in the, like the last four minutes, and it's hard to get off of it unless you take it at over a half. Um, but you got to lay a price somewhere around the eight or nine minute mark. I'm going to attack it a different way tonight. You talked about the best two goalies will be going that are available: Swayman and Antti Ranta. I'm going to say no goal first ten minutes here, which would have been the case in three out of the four games at plus one thirty-five. And then let's get to some baseball. I'm going to take pitchers that I like are in good form right now. Who are the top two pitchers in Major League Baseball in terms of whip so far this year? Not the young guys. Verlander and Kershaw. Wow. Top two guys. Verlander whip of, of .68 so far on a record pace. I'll take him first five in Minnesota. Pretty good pitching matchup. Joe Ryan's been terrific for the Twins, but I'll take him at a cheap price here, 140 on the road. Brad Keller, and not it's not the Royals, but the Royals. Brad Keller, ERA of, of just over one. First five here at Texas against Martin Perez. That's going to be plus 115 for one unit. I'm going to get a total in here, too, in and under. How about going back to the Guardians and the White Sox? Um, they went way over last night. Quantrill against Giolito. Cal Quantrill's an underrated pitcher, a rare four for a first five here, late 20 cents. And then I'm with you with the Suns, and I'm going to combine it with the Heat. I think this is too cheap at home against the 76ers. They're riding a lot of momentum and a lot of public money here. Heat minus two and a half parlayed with the Suns minus six for one unit. All one unit plays tonight. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good one. Uh, Miami at that cheaper price. Look, if if I'm playing the game at two and a half, I, I have to take Miami before I take Philadelphia. I do feel like, though, we're going to have the first close game of the series. All right, let's get to baseball. We really haven't dug too deep into it tonight. There is a, a game going on right now, Amal, 
It's a doubleheader today in Detroit, and it, it's a kind of an oddity because a game that was rained out between between Detro the Tigers and the A's in Oakland is being made up today because no further series between these teams. So the first game of the doubleheader today is being played with the A's as the home teams. Scooble against Montas. The Tigers scratch across two runs in the top of the fifth at Comerica. And as they go to the sixth, Scooble still with the shutout, 2 nothing. The home side leads. I did have the first five under in that game, which was a flat three. All right, let's go to Anaheim, where we thought the, the Rays were uh, surprisingly uh, a favorite last night. It got bet to a pick. Again tonight, the Rays, who got beat 11-3 to last night by the Angels, favored with Corey Kluber on the hill. Rays $1.15 favorite on the road with a total of eight. He's facing off against Reed Detmers. We're not big Reed Detmers guys, but do the Rays <laughs> deserve to be favorites on the road again? Well, I think this is just a bet against in terms of the pitching for the Angels when you look at this matchup. Uh, I do think Tampa has got a good opportunity to bounce back. Fairly cheap price of minus 115, Mike. I'd be looking at the Rays in this game. Um, all what, right. what you, what's your make on Kluber so far? Numbers are pretty good, 2.36. In one run start, but he's been solid after that. Yeah, I was a little bit concerned how effective he's going to be, but I, I think he's pitched very well overall. I'm surprised that uh, he's been able to get deep into games, right? Coming back, I thought he'd be a little short, but he's... He's gone into the sixth, I think, two or three straight starts. Kyle Hendricks was terrific last night in San Diego yeah. as they beat Mackenzie Gore. Cubs got a couple runs early, end up winning that game 6 nothing. Grandpa Ross takes Hendricks out with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and he had 116 pitches. Not really sure why I didn't let him finish unless there was a sign there. Cubs win 6 nothing Tonight, Wade Miley uh, against Mike Clevenger, and I'm looking for a price here uh, on that get, game. Get about 165, 170 in favor of the Padres. Uh, do you like the Padres in the bounce back spot? You're right. $1.60 total, seven again total. First five total, four, which we mentioned last night. Why not play that four under? It did come in. Uh, do you like him in a bounce back spot or perhaps at the run line at plus 140? Yeah, my concern right now is Clevenger. He went one and two thirds against San Francisco, got rocked for eight runs, and then against Cleveland, he goes only four and two thirds and gives up three earned runs. The base on balls are the issue right now in terms of uh, that last start, four, uh, four, uh, excuse me, uh, base on balls there. And that's that's the area of a concern. But Wade Miley making his first start of the season here, Mike. Yeah, coming over from the, the Reds. I, he had a great stretch of 11 starts during the middle of the summer last year. We'll see what kind of form he's in. Marlins are at the D-backs again. D-backs held on last night 4-3. to three. Jesus Lazardo against Madison Bumgarner. A matchup of left-handers. Remember, Bumgarner only pitched one innings against the Marlins in Miami before he got ejected by Dan Bellino. Are you surprised here the Marlins are the favorite on the road as they were with Elizer Hernandez last night against Mad Bum? Minus $1.35 on the Marlins, total eight. I'm going to tell you, I, I don't understand the lack of respect for Mad Bum so far this year. I mean, all the guy has done is so far this season is he's started six games. He's thrown 24 innings. Obviously, he had that one uh, start in Atlanta where he only went the one inning. But, Mike... He's got a one and a half ERA. I, I like the Mar excuse me, the Diamondbacks at this price here. Yeah, I'm surprised at the price as well. Ranger Suarez uh, pitched great last night, and the Phillies dominated the Mariners in Seattle. Now Aaron Nola, who had a tough luck, no decision when the Mets when the Phillies blew the seven nothing lead against the Mets, goes up against Robbie Ray for the Mariners. Robbie Ray's numbers nowhere close to what they were in his Cy Young campaign last year. Um, with the Ray, with the Toronto, Nola a dollar twenty-five road favorite tonight with the Phillies, with a total of seven. Them all. I, I get Robbie Ray hasn't gotten off to a quick start this year, but why are the Phillies with Nola on the road a, uh, I mean, a favorite here in this spot? It's surprising again. All uh, these it teams is. On I, the West, no respect for the West Coast here tonight. I, I don't get this. 
uh, you know, you look at this one. You talk about, you know, Mike, I'll tell you what, if you're taking a small parlay, here, here's what I would take a look at. Reverse run line with the Diamondbacks and the Mariners on a, and, and a small parlay here. I do like the Rays, though. I, I think the Rays should be the favorite against the Angels. But these two teams with the M's and the D-backs, I would look at the reverse run line on these two teams. You can get a pretty nice price there. Julio Urias and the Dodgers lost 5-1 to one to Pittsburgh last night. I'm all... Tony Gonsolin gets the start tonight, 235 favorite with a total of eight. Do the Dodgers bounce back here against Wilson? I believe they do. I, I, they struggle to hit the baseball. That's the one problem with L.A. right now is that when you look at their runs, they come in bushels in an inning, maybe a second inning. They can't do it consistently over the game right now. Break up the Cincinnati Reds. They've won three of four. And Hunter Green, who only gave up three home runs in the bottom of the first inning at Miller Park, gets to take on the Brewers again. Freddie Peralta with an ERA over five has not been sharp this year. Brewers, a $2 favorite on the road, total eight and a half of them all. Uh, no play here, but I do think the Brew Crew bounces back against the Reds. Um, this is a good opportunity if you like them. Real quick, Mike, going back to the reverse run line play on the Diamondbacks and the Mariners, mm-hmm. 100 bucks gets you back 1024 On that two-team reverse yeah, line. reverse run line. Parley. Yeah. Uh, good game tonight in Yankee Stadium. You say Kikuchi, I say Tomato takes on Luis Severino. Blue Jays versus Yanks. Luis Severino, $1.60 favorite at home. Total seven and a half. Uh, I like the Yankees here just simply because this is more of a play against Jose Barrios than anything else. Tyone's been solid. Look, I thought this is a guy that was being underappreciated coming into the season. Uh, Had some health issues throughout his career, but I liked him when he was in Pittsburgh. Uh, To me, I think this is the bomber spot. They're 20-8. and Interesting pitching matchup tonight in Atlanta. Whitlock and Wright. Both these guys have had off to solid starts. Obviously, Wright having pitched more innings than, than Garrett Whitlock, though. Braves, $1.30 home favorite of them all. Low total in Atlanta tonight, 7.5. Yeah, this is an intriguing matchup here. I'm not going to touch this game, but uh, Evaldi uh, has been solid for Boston so far this year. I'm not a big Ian Anderson game, uh, guy, so I'm going to stay away from this spot. Red uh, Sox have lost five in a row. Tyler Magill goes tonight for the Mets against Patrick Corbin. That was the opening day matchup in Washington, D.C. I might be on Magill as well. Thanks to Nick Alberga. Terrific stuff, as always, on the NHL playoff. Four more games tonight, two NBA playoff games, and a full slate of Major League Baseball. Stay tuned to VEASAN for more info. Betting Across America, up next. It's game time, baby! And you're just lying there? Watching on the couch? Uh Uh-uh, that's not going to cut it. You need to get in the game with Bet River Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the action. Live in-game bets. Live player props. And live player props. And live player props. And live player props. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 